Giving Credit is a podcast giving those making a difference their credit. On a weekly basis, we'll be interviewing parents, tech CEOs, financial experts, kid entrepreneurs, and others to learn about credit, education, financial literacy, and building wealth equity. Thanks for joining us. Welcome again to Giving Credit, the podcast where we give credit to those who deserve it. I am here with a friend and colleague, Sarah Aubert, who is a higher education specialist, professional, and a small business entrepreneur in media. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, and you're also a mom. So you're here <laughs> for many reasons because we do love to interview parents, financial experts, CEOs of companies, anybody who really comes into contact with the issues that we're dealing with, aka finance and credit. So first, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience a little bit, talk about your background. And then my first question for you is, whatever you're willing to share, of course, as much or as little, but what is your finance and credit story? Sure. Um, thank you again for the opportunity to share. I um, have an interesting story related to that specifically. So I can give you some background on who I am. Um, born and raised in Southern California um, to a very large family. <laughs> uh, grew up with um, six brothers and sisters, although there's 11 of us total. Uh, so you can imagine the idea of finance and credit came up in the, in oh, the yes. home quite often. <laughs> Um, packed up all my stuff when I was 18 and moved to the Bay Area to pursue my studies and ended up getting um, my degree and a couple degrees and going into the field of higher education. And then fast forward to now to launching a small business. So that's in a nutshell. I can definitely go into detail in different areas. Um, but the the relationship to credit and, and finance, it definitely played a, a role um, earlier in life. So I always thought that credit was bad, mm. that that finances are a trap and that don't get caught up in that because of the um, examples that I saw growing up and the damage that I had seen um, happen within my own family in regard to, um, to mismanaging credit and finances. And that's something you see quite often, sadly, in um, Black community or even smaller or low-income areas, there's not a lot of education mm -hmm. um, around financial literacy. And to be honest, a lot of us are not comfortable discussing our finances <laughs> with anyone because we don't know who we can trust or who's going to oh. try to take advantage or there's just a lot of things surrounding that. And so I my first experience <laughs> with credit was a credit card cutting ceremony that oh. I recall in our home. <laughs> and it was basically a, a way to teach us that uh, be careful of the traps that you can fall into and in dealing with credit and creditors and not understanding like how interest rates can cause you to kind of plummet and nosedive. And it's just this um, downward slope. And mm -hmm. so that was my introduction to credit. So I never saw it as a good thing. Um, and so even when I did leave and, and move to Southern, uh, Northern California to start my career, you know, or my college education, you know, with most college students, 
you're approached by creditors. Yep. Sign up for this credit card. Yep. And <laughs> get a free pizza. Get exactly. The, you know, blanket, whatever right. it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wait, I can get food? So let me say. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did end up getting a credit card, but it wasn't the, I wasn't quick to, um, to jump into that. So yeah. I wasn't the, the one to spend right away because of what I'd seen. Mm-hmm. I had seen it being, you know, a scary thing that you can get trapped by. Um, and so that's uh, kind of how I've moved forward still, not, not with the fear because I'm more educated now, but very cautious about spending and very much more educated. I took it into my own hands to learn more about it, about credit and, and financial literacy and, and financial management um, so that I could teach it to my daughter, which is why I think this app is really cool. I wish I knew about it or had it when she was growing up because I didn't have the tools. I didn't know how to teach her about credit. I just knew that I needed to teach her about saving and spending and building her credit. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, any every socioeconomic level, there is that fear of missing out, You know, keeping up with the Joneses. Everybody wants to have the nicest clothes, the flashiest car, the most right. phone. And you spend because you want to have that outward display, right? But then you don't realize like what's really happening behind the scenes to people. Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, I wish that this app had been around when I was a kid, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so you've talked a little bit about your experience. And then how did you see credit as important? How did it change from being something that was looked at, that you thought was negative and bad and not something you wanted to talk about? to something that could be useful as a tool? Well, luckily I had a a mentor when I was in college who kind of talked to me about everything, but finance in particular, because I I did become a parent when I was in college. It's when I had my daughter. And so of course, the first thing on your mind is how am I going to support this child? (laughs) So uh, right away, um, that was a concern. Finance was a concern. But the, the mentor that I did talk to, she basically explained to me Um, In addition to me learning other resources later, but she explained that you can think of it in terms of um, your reputation. Like you want to be a person of of integrity that people can trust to do what you say that you're going to do to the best of your ability. And so when you're looking at it in terms of credit, then you want, you're thinking of it in terms of your financial reputation. Um, You want to be someone who is well-informed, who makes informed decisions, um, who is credit worthy who creditors can t- uh, trust taking a chance on. And then looking at what, why credit is a good thing, like what it can, how it can open doors for you. With me having started a small business, that's definitely something that that's um, important. And I'm grateful to have had a good credit history so that it puts me in a position mm-hmm. to, um, to, to receive some of the benefits that come to small business owners. But even just not as a business owner, just as a parent, there was a time that I had to rely heavily on credit because I just didn't have the income that I needed to support myself and my daughter. Wow. That is not something that I am recommending, but, <laughs> <laughs> but because I had an understanding of credit and uh, how it could be used in good ways, it wasn't something that I, that I drowned under, like I was able to manage it. Um, and so I, I learned that it can work for you in good ways. Yeah. Nice. So knowing all of this, 
if you think about your past self and all the knowledge you have today, is there anything that you would say to yourself, any piece of advice? Yeah, for sure. I would, I would go back and tell younger Sarah that Mm -hmm. credit's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't be afraid, but just to educate yourself. Like I wish I would have learned sooner. Mm -hmm. um, So I would have avoided some, some financial mistakes that I made and I would let her know that there's a lot of resources out there for you to become financially literate. And I would tell her to not just listen to people who are in the same situation as her, but to seek advice from those who are already have already arrived at the destination that she's trying to reach. Because um, I think oftentimes we get caught in the cycle because we're listening to friends or peers who think they have the answer, but... Mm-hmm they're kind of in the same situation as you. And so it's always good with anything, not just with credit, but it's always good to talk to people who are where you're trying to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I love the fact that you had a mentor and that you figured out other ways to learn this for yourself. You're very self-motivated. And you're also the first college graduate in your family, correct? I was the, so I am a first-gen college student, so definition of first-gen is the year um, parents did not either attend or graduate from four-year university. And so, yeah, me and my siblings were all first-gen students, obviously. So we definitely struggled with that, too, because, uh, of course, with there being so many of us, there was no way my parents were going to be able to pay for college. So we had to rely on financial aid. And so... That's why it's it's just so important to really understand finances so that you can just make the wiser choices. I knew people who were taking their whole financial aid check and buying cars and it's like, you have to pay that back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, so, the, so that definitely was a challenge too. And that's why I'm just so grateful because if you look at my story, I shouldn't be where I am. I should take the credit score that I have. I shouldn't have the opportunities that I have now, but um, I'm, I'm grateful that I do. And I would say that um, I just I push education and just not just because I'm in the field of education, <laughs> but I do, I do think that that's where your power is, is in understanding like how money works and how it can work for you. And don't be afraid of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't grow up with family because my mom's from another country talking about finance or credit or anything like that didn't know how to operate student loans or anything either. When I went to college, like it's just, you know, you kind of have to figure it out for yourself and we can just hope that we can continue to do better for the next generation. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you had a hundred thousand dollars in your pocket right now, what would you do with it? (laughs) Um, I would invest. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, I would for sure invest. I would invest in myself, in in my brand and in my business and the the amazing projects that I'm working on that I'd love to share more about. Um, And then, of course, in my daughter's future, she's actually just started college as well. And um, so far, we have not taken out any loans. And my my goal is that we don't have to. So uh, I would invest in her future for sure. And then just invest in in projects that I believe are uh, set up to help the next generation. There's a lot of areas. There's a lot of need, especially in higher education. And so that's what I would do with it. Wonderful. Well, and kudos to you for starting her college journey with no debt. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we're trying to keep it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, and part of the mission of Kitty Credit is to get rid of that inequity. 
you know, to make sure everybody has access to financial literacy, understands credit from an early age. You know, there are, there's curriculum, there are little things, little lessons kids can learn. I love that. <laughs> little panda. So, you know, it looks fun um, while they're learning. But I, you touched on something really important is the fact of like, how do you continue to create change for the next generation and get rid of inequities? So what are some of the projects that you're working on right now? So right now I've partnered with a lecturer at um, Cal State University East Bay on a pilot project called um, the Black Excellence Project. And that story is um, highlighting the success of uh, Black students who have graduated in two years as transfer or four years as um, freshmen, which is a feat for, <laughs> for Black students, or most students in general in the public school system, in the public um, higher education system. It's just difficult to finish your education in four years, but it's especially difficult for um, Black students, mostly because of the, the backgrounds that they're coming from and the universities just aren't providing the support yeah. that they need. Um, it's not structured in a way for them to succeed. And we really wanted to amplify the voices of those students who are succeeding. Oftentimes we see a deficit approach when we see um, Black students mm -hmm. in higher education or just Black people in general in the media. And we wanted to change the narrative. We wanted to show other Black students that you can succeed, you can graduate, you can get your degree on time without accumulating thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of debt that it is possible. And so we're really excited about the project. It launched today. It's just an opportunity to hear their stories and to affirm them and to lift them up as excellent. Wonderful. Well, how would people find out more about your media company or about the um, Black Excellence? So I am at um, on Instagram, Victoria Vision Media, and we're servicing mainly small businesses and nonprofits and helping them to share their stories. But we do individual work as well. And um, for the Black Excellence Project, please go on to Facebook, Instagram, but um, our Instagram handle is at Educational Excellence Project. And you can also find us under the Educational Excellence Project on Facebook. Wonderful. And is there anything else that, that you wanna leave with our audience today? Um, if you are a parent or even, I mean, you can adults can use it too, download this Kitty Credit app. It <laughs> is pretty dope. I was going through it and I just really, I really wish I had a tool like that for my daughter. Um, Cause like I said earlier, I, I knew I needed to teach her about it but I didn't know how. And so this, this really shows you how to do it. And I love it. Well, thank you for that nice little plug. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> I know we didn't talk about that ahead of time. <laughs> awesome. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being here to our audience. Thank you for listening to another week and hearing another story. And we'll be back again next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Kitty Credit, a mobile app designed to educate children on the credit system by completing chores. Now available in the App Store and on Google Play. For more information, go to kittycredit.com. K-I-D-D-I-E-K-R-E-D-I-T.com. <laughs>